Welcome to the Ether. Today is Tuesday, January 24th, 2023. Today on the Ether, the Page Dow Show, episode 16, recorded live from their Discord. Let's take a listen. Let's see. It looks like it's time to go ahead and get started, but we have not yet been joined by Cryptoversal. So, uh, all right, folks. Um, I, I guess now's as good a time to start as any. My, my name is Epic Dylan. I'm one of the founders of the page Dow. Me and CD have been kind of chugging away side by side for so long that, uh, <laughs> you know, who remembers anymore, right? Um, no, nah, just kidding, folks. Uh, we've got a heck of a show for you planned out today. Um, we, we should be joined any minute now by our good friend Cryptoversal Books to talk some about his Wordlers project. Um, and, I mean, really and truly, it's, it's just always a, a good day to be in Web3 publishing. The space is growing. Uh, here in West Texas, it is uh, snowing quite a bit. Um, so it's real quiet outside. I'm going to be quiet now, too. I'm going to go ahead and pass the mic off to Rihanna Morgan. Welcome, Rihanna. Thank you. Hello, everyone. I'm Rihanna Morgan. I am... So happy to be here with all of you. My my little bit of introduction is, is I am a Web3 author, literary NFT author, and I work with Dylan um, on lots of projects here at the Page Dow, and I actually work with CD also at uh, Vagabond Magazine. I'm the senior editor there. So we've got lots of projects going, and I'm going to pass the mic over to CD and let him introduce himself too. Yeah, I'm GM and aloha, everybody. I'm uh, CD Domicio. I'm the founder of Vagabond Magazine. And uh, I've, yep, I've been chugging along next to Dylan for a long time now. Um, yeah, I, I sure don't um, remember all the details, but I'm sure happy to be here. And it's exciting what we're, what we're doing. Um, lately, I feel like what um, I've been doing is creating a lot of busyness for myself. So I'm, I'm not a businessman. I'm a busyness man. Um, businessmen get paid, but busyness men get things done. And that's what I've been doing. So super happy to be here as always on the Page Dow Show with my um, great co-hosts and friends. And um, hopefully all of you listening are among those friends as well. Right on. Well, uh, I see we've now been joined by Cryptoversal Books. Aloha, Cryptoversal. I've been seeing a lot of you today. Um, do you want to go ahead and give us a quick introduction to yourself, your work and your project? Uh, yeah, I am Greg. I am Cryptoversal. I am a traditional author uh, who transitioned into Web3 space because I'm interested in the technology and the innovation. Uh, I came for the technology. I stayed for the community. I discovered PageDAO early on in my journeys uh, and found a group of people who f believed like I did that um, the books were the most important thing, the readers, the authors, 
uh, the stories um, rather than some of the other communities out there that were interested in flipping and profit taking and um, not really the quality of the stories themselves. Um, my current project, um, I've been working on it for a number of months, is Wordler Village. Um, it's grown organically out of um, my daily Wordle habit. Uh, started using them as prompts for art, started using the art as prompts for stories, started putting the stories together to create a lore. Uh, and now I'm making the project available to the community. Uh, I have some of the tokens that are linked to licenses that give the holders IP rights in characters and settings. Um, and looking forward to working uh, on a, on a pass the pen project, which will be, it sounds like it's going to be a crazy time uh, writing, writing the stories as a community, um, just, just live, just throwing out ideas. It's going to be crazy. Absolutely. And, and if I may, um, Greg, how, how long have we been producing words? How, how long have you been producing words? I guess I should say, excuse me. <laughs> I, you know, I, I started doing the Wordle puzzle uh, February 1st, 2022. And oh, wow, that's coming right up on a year now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I've, I've gotten, I've done it every day. I haven't missed a day. Um, I have missed some of the answers. <laughs> uh, I, I think, I think I've, 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 my record is around 99%. So I've missed, I've missed three of them over the course of a year. Um. I started, you know, coming up with with ideas for using them to make art, um, using using them to generate the traits of of characters, um, and then I came up with the idea of well, now that I have these characters, what do I do with them? Um, putting them through stories uh, that have gotten a little bit more complex over time as as the story world has developed. Um, the idea was. Uh, there's a realm and it's under a curse and every day they pick a wordler who's their champion who needs to go out and find this word that will protect the village for one more day from this curse and it was great as it was going along and they were they were finding the word day after day after day saving the village um and then there was the day that i missed the puzzle and the village got destroyed and it was probably the best thing that could happen to the story because um, with the wordlers scattered throughout the world, it became a whole different um, story and, 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 a, and a lot more real and a, and a lot more drama and the ability to tell a whole bunch of different kinds of stories. Um, and I, and I just, I've just been having a blast with it. Um, I've do, been doing them as, as vignettes, which are just really quick, really short, sometimes a little bit longer, rough drafts. Um, putting them out as collectibles and um, editing them together as a live manuscript with the community into something that can be published uh, as a, in, in, a, in a more polished form. Incredible. Do you, do you ever think about the, the sort of story that you're telling um, through the project, but, but also sort of through the act of writing, you know, and through the act of being where you're at and, and you know, when you're at and creating what you're creating like, like there there is uh there there's such a, a high tech element to to what you're doing here you know yeah no definitely um 
it's it's a it's it's a spontaneous project um in a lot of ways it's you know i i was i was doing them and uh i learned about scent pages and and i said oh i could do this on scent pages and and i and i was was doing them on scent pages and i i learned about midjourney and that became you know or, or ai generative art and i said oh i can use ai generative art and combine them together and uh, it, it just seems like there there are more tools that come out. Uh, the ability to put a, a license agreement online, I could do that. I could put put a license agreement online and connect it to the word of the project. Um, I could I could you know and 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 it's it's the kind of thing where um, I think the project is evolving with the Web three space. I think they're evolving together side by side, um, and it's just like you know any given day. Uh, you don't know what the five-letter word is going to be in the Wordle. Uh, you don't know what technology is going to come along that that you can just kind of grab onto and say, well, "How can I apply this to this ongoing project and extend it out in a, in a, in a new, unexpected way?" Wow! Yeah, no, exactly. Uh, that spontaneity is is I think what makes it so fun. Granted, I'm not the best follower. Here, here's what I do, folks. I, I'll um every 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 week or so what I, what I'll do is I'll go back and just kind of binge a whole bunch of them I'll, I'll collect all five of my nfts for the day and they'll all be wordlers and, and I'll try to read through as many of them as I can because you, you Greg are just so absolutely prolific in terms of creating these things and just just keeping them in play and keeping them coming I mean it, it really just is amazing to to see the service that you're doing to your audience and your community here and this is uh unless I'm mistaken this is one of the most collected projects to come through the page show with thousands and thousands and thousands of NFTs in, in people's wallets who, who've come and followed the project, right? Um, I believe so. I haven't found a, a larger, uh, more more minted project. Um, and and it, I mean, they're they're you know through sent pages, they've they've been free NFTs, so it's not like it's a it's a big profitable project, but it, but it's 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 collected and hopefully read. And even more, hopefully, you know, enjoyed um, by the by the people who are collecting them. Um, and, and I'm having a lot of fun making them. And I, I always think that if you're having fun making something, uh, people can tell, and and that adds to the enjoyment that people have when they read it. Absolutely, man. I, well, I, well, I have definitely. one more thing to throw out here, which is just um, tell us how to follow this, man. Uh, where should we go? What are the best links? Um, how can people get in touch with the Wordless project and pick it up and and keep it going? Yeah, um, the the Wordless project lives at wordlers.cent.co. Cent is C E N T. Um, you, subscribing to the Cent page or to the author notes page at uh, greg.cent.co uh, will also get you onto the. Mythiversal Cryptiversal newsletter, which I'm trying to put out weekly. Um, and that can be subscribed directly at mythiversal.substack.com. And then I have a website at cryptiversalbooks.io. Okay. I think you are a perfect candidate to have a scent page. <laughs> Obviously, you do. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, because you've got a lot of links and a lot of a lot of places for people to go. The thing I wanted to ask you, um, Cryptoversal, was do, do do you hear much from your community? I mean, one of the things that I've noticed with Scent, and and I haven't really figured out how to get past this, is 
there's not a really easy way for people who collect the NFTs to communicate whether they like them or or necessarily um, maybe maybe the people that collect mine in particular um, just aren't very um, communicative. Do you hear from the community that's collected your NFTs at all? And if if you do, how do you how do you facilitate that and make it happen? Uh, no, I, I think I have a, a similar experience to what you have. I, I have, I know that I can see that people are collecting them, um, and I can see that you know hundreds of people are collecting each one. Um, I don't, I don't know where they are in the world. I don't know, you know, I, I, I'm not. There's no, there's no feedback mechanism on the page, uh, on the on the platform, and maybe that can be something that they can add, but. Um, yeah, it's, it's, but, but that's not really much different than traditional publishing where you put out a book and it sells a million copies and you don't, you don't hear back from a million people what they think of it. Um, if you're, you know, if you're lucky, you get, you get reviews and you get good reviews on, on amazon.com or something, but, um, yeah, there's, there's no way to get amazon.com reviews or, or um good books reviews um for 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 these there's this there's, there's yet um because because the web3 publishing space is so new um we have to build all these things and we have to we have to if we want a feedback mechanism we're going to have to build a feedback mechanism or figure out um the best way to encourage um feedback from the community well, I'm sorry for putting you on the spot there. I just I was really hoping that that you had a simple solution that I've missed. Recently, I've been, you know, missing simple things in technology. Um, so maybe it exists, but we we just haven't found it yet. Um, it's unfortunate. That's the that's the only downside that I've really um, come to see from the Scent platform. I really I really like it. that and the um, the collection details. But um, man, I love your collection. I. Like it, and it is really obvious that you love it and you love what you're producing. And as Dylan said, you are so prolific, my man. You like you get so much work out there, and I don't read them all. I admit it, but when I do read them, I mean, you're just one hell of a writer. And the way that you incorporate mythology into it, certain tropes that I really enjoy, ones that I do read. And if I ever find a time that I'm not overwhelmed, uh, I do have. And to go back and read them all someday. Although I realize every day I'm falling further and further. Well, uh, that was that was probably um, that's that's actually why why I put them into the uh, the live manuscript format. Um, make it make it a little bit easier to to go back and read them. Um, it, the 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 Sen archive is is a little tricky to follow because sometimes it, it'll it'll create more columns and they don't quite line up. Um, so yeah, that's, that's what I would recommend if, if people want to go back and read the, read the uh, previous, um, vignettes, um, the, there's a, there's a, uh, um, a world anvil site that has, that's going to contain the lore and also the live manuscripts. Am I still on? Yep. Uh, and I know you, you shared your links with us. Um, but what's happening this Friday? Can you share details about that? So this Friday, we're restarting Past the Pen, which was the traditional PageDAO community uh, group write. Um, 
with Easy Crypto, and um, it's it's going to be. I, I don't know even know exactly how it's going to work, um, but it's 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 going to be um, a collaborative story in the Wordlers universe, um, continuing on uh, possibly the the existing storyline. Um, with with people just throwing out their ideas based on whatever the word is on Friday that that we won't know until Friday comes around and and the puzzle comes out, um, and it's going to be just you know unpredictable, um, and I'm I'm really looking forward to uh, what whatever comes out of it. It's it's going to be amazing. I just hey, wanted absolutely. to can't wait. Yeah, good to see you on this stage, Easy. Um, yeah, uh, Pass the Pin is the legendary host of Pass the Pin, Easy and Crypto, folks. I am super excited to get Pass the Pen fired back up this year. Uh, I do think uh, that, that this is going to be the year um, where people dive in and, and start uh, acting more in the, in the literary space. And with Pass the Pen, we've been doing these community creative writing projects. Uh, or, or shows, um, events uh, for, oh, geez, I don't know. How long has it been, Dylan? It's been like a couple of years, I think, almost. I think like two years. Uh, I think two yeah. years this year. So we took a little break. We had been on a long run. And some of these were going for, you know, six and eight weeks of a couple hours uh, once a week. And so we're going to mix things up this year. We're going to actually fire this uh, past the pen off is going to is going to fire up in a Twitter spaces. So we're going to change up the format a little um, going to be doing kind of shorter, um, shorter duration. So, you know, maybe a, a few weeks uh, to get something in the can. Maybe we'll even do one off, you know, a, a big three hour session and, and complete a short story or a, a collection of poetry about a subject or something. So super excited to be kicking it off with Cryptoverse and Wordlers. Um, I got to also just throw in that I love collecting those NFTs. I'm, I'm loving my little wabbits. Um, and I love it when I get to read them too, when I have time to read the stories, they're always so fun. And that's just like a little break from the mayhem. Um, and to also kind of piggyback on, on the uh, question about, um, you know, kind of more back and forth, uh, the way sent posts used to be was a post with a lot of interaction. Um, you could share images and text and all sorts of stuff. So maybe on the next sent call, I'm going to try and make it um see if they can't bring some sort of merge between like when you when you release an nft if it could be on a post that could have some forth interactive i think that would be super cool uh because you could be getting feedback as the artist or creator and also you could be you know giving thanks and giving ideas or or you know anything like that uh as a collector so you know maybe we'll see something like that come back on scent that would be really great that would be awesome I, I do believe it's still there. I think it's just not quite linked up. It, it's weird. I, I definitely do still have my like social media like profile, and there's still a news feed there. Um, it doesn't have Rizzle in it anymore, unfortunately. Uh, very often, anyway. <laughs> kind of like separate. Um, it's almost like two separate platforms, both through Stent. So I would hope that they're maybe looking to kind of merge that somehow, because I think that would be. Uh, you know, that would give you what like the tool that we really kind of need to be able to share these NFTs like that, especially because you can sell them too. Uh, I think that could lead to a lot more sales if there was that interactive uh, component there uh, on scent with the NFT post. 
Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Um, so, so bringing it back to Wordlers, uh, let's talk just a little bit about um, what we've got in, in store for everybody this Friday. Um, back in the day when we first founded the page DAO, we would do a community call. And then we would go straight from there over to Token Smart and do pass the pin. And so we're going to do pass the pin on Twitter Spaces this time instead, um, which you know hopefully is going to be more interactive, a little bit more engaging, uh, draw the audience in. And, and then uh, so, so we're going to be doing a short story that's going to be a vignette that will be based on the day's wordle. Um, and this is a form of creative writing that has been invented by our special guest today, Crypto Virtual Books. And, and so I just wanted to kind of kick it over to him and, and see, uh, see, see what the thought was in terms of kind of leading the community through this uh, creative process. This is very, very exciting. Yeah, no, it's, it's going to be fun. It's, it's going to be um, everyone learning together how to do this, including myself. Um, collaborative writing i've 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 done i've done some collaborative writing um but not um this way this this is this is going to be this is going to be new and 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 special this is this is going to be amazing um so so yeah we'll 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 have we'll have to see how it how exactly it works out and and uh it'll be good to have a, a veteran of past the pen uh guiding us through the process as well So this will be the first wordler that you've done as a collaborative uh, effort. Absolutely, yes. Ooh, that makes it even more exciting. I mean, really, it it all depends on like who shows up and like where their headspace is at for the day. I mean, it's going to be the the really cool thing about this is that we won't get the word until uh either showtime or maybe like in that like five or ten minute reminder tweet or something maybe get juices flowing a little but it'll all be basically coming out from you know whatever whatever the word is and then tying in maybe you know some of the the backstory and stuff that you have um but yeah it could go in any direction that's the that's the like crazy and fun thing about these past the pens is that you know it's open for anybody to contribute so whoever comes to the twitter spaces uh, if they're like, oh, you know, they all of a sudden think of an idea for this scene, uh, they can just raise their hand and come up and be like, well, what if this guy does that? And then they fall into this, you know, cave or whatever it is. Like, so it's it's always uh, interesting to see where it goes. And then once it kind of gets struck in uh, and you have kind of the theme established and what's going on, then, you know, then then usually you can kind of see where it's going. But at the beginning, it's just it's it's a who knows. Nice. So we're dependent oh. on the, the editors of the New York Times, I suppose. That's where the wordlers come from, right? That's where it comes from. Yeah, we will be collaborating with the New York Times. Everyone who shows up, we will be, we'll, hey. we, we and the New York Times together will be making a story. That's something to put on the resume, right? I mean, hey, nobody's going to want to miss this. And we had been throwing around the idea of having um, some quests during the past the pen so that people that do participate uh maybe through throwing out a tweet with you know their idea maybe it's a name for a character or you know uh uh you kind of a a tone for a scene um or it could also be uh possibly ai generated cover art or uh maybe someone's talented enough to whip out a you know a sketch during the show of some scene 
Um, so things like that will be incorporated. So a lot of ways to participate and some cool quest rewards. Yes, that'll, that'll be awesome. Quest rewards seems like a perfect transition to start talking about some quest games. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks. Well, um, yeah, so, so if you're listening from home, uh, you may have noticed that we did things a little bit backwards this week. We actually led the way with our special guest. We don't usually do that. Um, usually we, we've been trying to be a little bit more organized and have a few segments for folks. And one of the things that we want to talk about this week is Quest Change, which is a new uh, Web3 technology platform that, that just recently started blowing up and you know, I started seeing some tweets about it, and I just had to get in there and get my feet wet and see what it was all about. Um, the tool was so easy, so well-designed, so helpful that, that within 12 hours, I had a beta. The community got excited about it. Here we are two, three days later, and we have a live uh, you know, series of questions that people can do to get onboarded into the page now. Um, so, so that is super, super cool. Um, I do want to kick it over to Riona Morgan as well, because um, when it comes to using uh, questions and not just the onboarding way, but but in terms of like a, like a PO app or, or something uh, that's uh, event specific, um, she has pioneered something this very day that I, I think is just absolutely incredible. And I think it should absolutely inform uh, what we do on Pass the Pin to incentivize the audience and make sure that they get a reward for participating. Okay, yes, hello. So this is Rihanna Morgan again. And so a way that we can incorporate this quest into Pass the Pin is maybe something like what I did today for Roving with Rihanna, The Craft of Writing. And that was a Twitter space that happened earlier today. And the participants during the Twitter space were given a link to the quest quest chain website where they could go in and mint an nft that goes with the roving with rihanna the craft of writing metaphor today and so basically what happens is before the show happens, we set up the NFT and maybe Cryptoversal Books or EZ will create the NFT itself. And then there's a series of quests that could happen during the Pass the Pin show. And it's all being sent to the, the Quest Chain website. And then once that's done, then... Um, people can, participants can go ahead and submit their quest that they completed, whatever whatever the quest is, whatever the challenge is, and then it's reviewed and the minting process is started by Cryptoversal Books and EZ, and then at the end, the participant gets to mint whatever NFT it is that is the reward for participating. It's so exciting and it's so easy and it's so fun. It's really a gamification of this activity that we're doing. Super exciting. I'm actually, right now, I just opened up my notes and I'm uh, typing up some questage material right now. I mean, that that's, yeah, that's excellent. what it's always like when it's a great piece of technology. You know, it, it's a thing that you didn't realize that you were like really struggling without until you see it and you apply it. And then you're just like, oh, my God, everything makes so much more sense now. And it's kind of like this narrative tool that allows us to, I mean, in all these different applications, pull in diverse information, 
package it up really neatly, gamify it, make it fun and easy, and it's all right there on chain. So just absolutely super, super cool stuff. Oh, no, did I lose the call? Oh, you're still there. Okay, cool. <laughs> I was deep in thought on this on this quest here. <laughs> yeah, there's like there's just limitless applications, and and I'm a huge fan of uh, what what Rihanna did, and and I'm interested to see what's going to happen on Friday at Pass the Pin. Um, the, the, so the, the the story behind questions is that they're actually um, some of the same people who are behind the meta game that, that we're all familiar with. That has been, you know, basically taking Web three and sort of, you know, seeking to create this gamification around it to make it easier to learn and make it easier to become a part of, so so that people can jump in and and you know start to do what they do, except in this new Web three environment and kind of see what the different properties of it uh, change about what they're up to, whether it's writing, whether it's art, whether it's music. Or whether it's something totally different, and and so it's just really an incredible thing to um, just just see out there in the wild, just absolutely kind of drop into our laps. Um, so so quest chains, everybody, um, that is definitely going to feature in the show notes this week. Um, let's see. Oh, um, also there, there was a thing that we did last week, and while we still have our special guest and, and guest Easy and Crypto on the show with us, um, I would like to just go ahead and bring this up. Um, what NFTs does everybody have their eyes on? I know we're talking about literary NFT projects. We probably got some more talk about literary NFT projects coming up towards the end of the show here for you folks, too. Um, but one thing that we did last week that I feel like went really, really well um, was for each one of the hosts to drop just a, a quick snippet about an NFT project that they've got their eye on. So last week, mine was my friend Indefatigable's um piece uh of peace of mind uh was the name of the piece and and so basically um that was an nft that i'd had my eye on for a long time and i noticed before the show that it was you know kind of in my price range and so you know that was definitely the nft of the week um for me last week uh but does anybody have an nft that's in the literary space could be minted anywhere could be done by anyone uh that they've got their eye on I do. Um, he was actually a guest on uh, the Roving with Rihanna show earlier today, and he his uh, Twitter account is Odd Writings, and he actually has NFT poetry that I believe's uh, on the Foundation platform. And I'll go ahead and. Um, drop a link into the chat so that we can all see that. And he, his specialty really is uh, palindrome poems where they read forward and backwards with particular messages that are embedded in it. And there was a lot of metaphor today because that was the focus of roving with Rihanna. And so it was, he read some of it and it was just thrilling. So exciting to read and, and participate in as a listener. Totally. Yeah, that was a great show. I really enjoyed the, the show on metaphor and odd writings. Uh, I believe he does quite a bit on synth as well as, uh, as on foundation. So, so do by all means, uh, go ahead and drop that link in the chat. Um, what about you, Izzy? Have you, have you seen any, uh, any literary NFTs that you got your eye on? Like? Well, all, uh, it's not exactly a literary NFT per se, but I had a surprise villain guest yesterday on Easy's Corner, and he has been working on 
this project called um, Cyberspace. And I've uh, been working on it a long time. He, he's, he was like, you know, somebody that, uh, you know, has been around. I, did, I hadn't really run into or, or talked with much. Um, <clears throat> but, you know, been building games since he was a kid and stuff like that. Super techie. So he's been building this site where it takes like, you know, the, um, the good aspects of, of different social media, like uh, discords, the telegram, Twitter, um, and it's basically, it sounds like it's just going to be a really amazing, um, kind of what we've all been waiting for something better with quote unquote, like social media, um, where there's a lot of interactivity and like, you know, say you like you're on your page, um, you work for a project, say I work for, I, I say, yeah, I work with page dad. Um, you know, well, you as like the main founder can then verify that that's the truth coming from page Dow account or from, you know, like, so very like cool, different thoughtful uh, things. So it does come into writing and communication, uh, but it won't be gated by an NFT. It'll be a lot of like NFT utility kind of for doing stuff, but it'll be a free platform for anyone to use. And they're like 95% of the way done. So maybe another couple months and they might be uh, hitting the market. Um, so I like whatever pre-registered and I'll have whatever, you know, the OG badge or something. Um, but that was really cool. And I saw a tweet the other day and I meant to tag it and or like copy it and share it with you, but I forgot to put it in my notes. I was trying to find it. It was some other literary NFT creating project where, you know, um, they've got some, I think, phone app, like a iPhone app or something where you can like uh, create little stories or something like streamlined. I don't know. I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't able to get deep into it, but it was, you know, just another uh, kind of sign of the times more of, more of these type of projects are um, coming in and entering the space. Right on, right on. Well, folks, uh, I'm going to be biased again and choose another page down uh, literary NFT that I've had my eye on. And uh, it's one that I actually already own in this case. It's, it's Vagabond magazine issue number two. And uh, the reason that I've got my eye on it this week is because it makes me happy. Um, we, we've got this story about the board ape metaverse frenzy raising millions, crashing Ethereum. And, and it just it takes me back to a happier time before the bear market to, to think about Ethereum, you know, crashing and, and just uh, the, the gas prices going up and just everybody going crazy and being so excited. Um, <laughs> and so, so that's kind of where I'm at uh, this week is, is just being just a little bit. Um, well, what's the word? Uh, nostalgic, I, I guess, uh, for, for kind of like the, the heyday um, and, and the busy, busy uh, bee sort of, um, you know, ethos to, to kind of return to the space. But, but I, I had to go back after last week's um, episode and, and just review some of the older uh, Vagabond magazine covers and, and some of the stories that were in them. Uh, just it's been so much fun watching this publication grow. Um, what about you, CD? Uh, what are you paying attention to this week? Um, I'm laughing about that. So number two was the cover with the, uh, with the, um, the dancing girl cover on, on it, right? Is that, is that one or is it the, is it number two, the one with the chicken? I should know this, but I, it's I the don't. dude in the chicken costume. It's just such oh, a the... funny picture. Where did this come from? <laughs> it came from, uh, you know, backpacking through Europe, um, within Marseille. And I was just like kind of walking down the street. And I saw this guy in a chicken costume and I think he was handing out like some kind of energy drinks to people, but 
But the whole group of people that was there was just such a weird vibe. And I just loved it. And um, the picture turned out good. And I, I knew I'd do something with it someday, you know. And um, I think that was back in 2009. And uh, yeah, it, it ended up being the cover. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm really glad you like it. And yeah, it, it makes me a little sad to think how far we've come in the wrong direction in terms of the markets and values and stuff like that. But Yuga, Yuga is doing it again. I mean, it's that time of the year. and You've got the sewer pass going and the, the, the frenzy around the new asset that's going to come from that. So we'll, we'll see how all that goes. But what I have in mind in terms of an NFT for the week, it, it doesn't have a literary connection necessarily at all, but it is, it is something that, that I'm just liking right now. And that is um, Optimism, which is the layer one chain. Layer one or, yeah, it's layer one. No, layer two chain uh, that, that did a big airdrop last year. A bunch of projects came out on Optimism. And my favorite one that came out was the Optimism Ape Unicorn. And they got kicked off of OpenSea, even though they didn't um, they didn't steal the IP, their derivative project that is is done with different traits and things like that. But uh, they got kicked off of OpenSea and they they you know produced these things really cheap for people. And just a couple of days ago, so I picked up two of them and they were, they were cheap. A couple optimism, you know, it was like 20 bucks or something as opposed to a hundred thousand. And a few days ago they dropped mutagens, which is like how the mutants were made with the board API club. And you were able to evolve your uh, optimism apes into mutant optimism apes. And I evolved mine and, and I love them. They're so cool. And again, it was like a freebie for people that participated and, you know, I bought them with the airdrop. So essentially these are free and they're just so cool. And it's a neat community. And it's neat to see that the community itself is really working hard to get either relisted back on OpenSea or to find another platform that will will highlight them and, and allow members to share and, and to, to buy and sell and trade. Um, they've got a... a a platform that's working now, but apparently that platform has gone through some troubles and it's going to be disappearing. It's an optimism platform. So yeah, that's what I like. I like the Optimism Ape Yacht Club. O-A-Y-C, which I guess you would say, Oice! Oice. It's a drag that opens. But you said they're not listed. I'm looking at these right now. Is, is uh, Is this not them CD? OpenSea delists way too willy-nilly, but they'll still be listed on LooksRare or other sites. Rareable, maybe. Fair enough. Yeah, we'll have to uh, get the link straightened out. I, I just want to make sure that I'm not going to include like some kind of imposter uh, you know, project in, in the show notes is uh, the, the big reason that's important to me to get straight. <laughs> Good oh, call, that, that... and there could easily be fakes. That does look like the right collection. Maybe they got relisted. Um... I'll have to dig into it, but but definitely make sure that it's an optimism collection and not an ape collection, just claiming to be an optimism collection. If they got delisted and then relisted because of, you know, community outrage and pushback, that could actually add some value to those babies too. Interesting. I uh, I got that little optimism airdrop and um, kind of couldn't figure out at first it was like you know you got to bridge it out and all this stuff and so i hadn't dealt with it for a long time um and then it was like i kind of finally figured it out but i was like oh i don't want to do this bridge thing and it takes like a week and it was right before the merge i think 
So then I finally just got back to it recently. And I'm really glad that I didn't touch it because I was able to get some sweet, sweet ETH. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I remember I, uh, I, I dumped mine like pretty, pretty right off. I, I think I did all right, but I, I, I believe that recently uh, the graph kind of crossed and optimism is actually now for the first time uh, more than it was when, when I sold it. So, so my decision was very good for a long time and, and now it's become kind of bad, I guess. <laughs> nah, From pure luck. Decision. Yeah, from pure luck, I just kind of, you know, finally like figured out, oh, you just swap it for ETH and then send that ETH over, uh, you know, uh, bridge that ETH over, like super easy to deal with. I don't know why I was like, okay, I've got to bridge this and it takes a week. Like they didn't set it up like super intuitive. Uh, but because of that and my busy schedule, uh, when I finally just checked literally just a couple days ago, I was like, oh, wow, that's at the top of its bin. Um, so I'm going to take a little out. I think I kept like about half, but so I'm always like, I usually over diamond hand and miss everything. <laughs> I just hold till it goes to zero. That's the same MO that I usually follow. And I've been trying to get better about that. So with optimism, I sold about half of what I got um, pretty soon, which I think is, is not, not far from where it is right now. And then I kept the other half and if it if it keeps going up, maybe I'll sell half of this. But I want to keep some so that I can keep participating in the Optimism Apes. And Dylan, it does look like that is the right collection. So the community did get it relisted on OpenSea, which is amazing. Um, awesome. So super cool. Good for them. And I, I would also just say that is great. Just kind of general advice with these airdrops that we get from, you know, a platform or a game or whatever like when you know when a, when a platform does their airdrop usually um just historically there's kind of a little pump right at the beginning um and then a lot of people will sell uh at least part of their bag so there there's going to be a dip um so i think that's a good move especially if you if you need a little uh liquidity to like slaying half in the first little bump. And then often it's a long wait till it maybe kind of regains value. Uh, but sometimes, uh, you know, if you say you sell half like you did, uh, CD, um, you know, you got a little bit of uh, basically free money. That's good. And then you've, you've still got some as it's kind of making its second uh, leg upwards. And, you know, so maybe like you said, if you sell half again and you, you get more profit and you're still holding some for uh, governance and things like that. It's good, good style. Yeah, no doubt. Well, and, and folks, uh, so, so we're getting down to about the last 15 minutes or so of this show. And I do want to make sure that we uh, take the time to hear about the seven love stories about roving with Riona, about uh, Web3 Writers Hour and Vagabond Magazine. And of course, I have a little bit of stuff to say about the page DAO and the page token. Um, which is, seems like a perfect segue because we're talking about optimism. And if you're in Web3, you know that optimism is a great uh, L2 to Ethereum. And you know that there's another great L2 to Ethereum that, that launched about the same time and that's been kind of uh, going back and forth in terms of transaction volume and, and just general public interest, which is called Arbitrum. And Arbitrum has, um, in, in my estimation, one of the best communities in Web3 because um, they don't do any of the grant stuff. They don't do any of the funny stuff. Um, basically, what they do is they just, you know, really work together as a group. Uh, and and so I'm I'm starting to talk to these folks, and we're we're looking at you know kind of uh, bringing PageDAO, you know, maybe over to Arbitrum, maybe over to Optimism as well. 
Um, we mentioned Tezos um, on a spaces that I was part of earlier, and we're looking at Tezos as well. And there's there's just all kinds of different possibilities there, folks, in, in terms of what we can you know go to next from here. So so I, I don't necessarily have anything real concrete to update you on, um, other than to just say you know that that, that is coming. We, we do have some. So some updates in the pipeline for you that should be ready real soon. So very exciting uh, times for me um, and, and for us as a DAO here, because, you know, just just choosing the correct network, um, you know, for the page token is a big job. And, and so we, we've passed a governance proposal and we've looked at Evmos and we're talking to the team from Osmosis about possibly, uh, you know, getting page wrapped in over there and, and providing like some liquidity against the Osmo token. And, and seeing how that'll go, maybe on Osmosis Frontier. Um, but we're also very, very, you know, much in the midst of putting some contracts together and, and getting ready to start maybe managing some governance type stuff um, and, and some liquidity for the page token over on the Arbitrum blockchain as well. Um, so, so hopefully we'll be able to figure out a way, maybe with Quest Chains, to, to set something up so that it's not... Uh, kind of like the experience that you described having easy with uh, with, with optimism, where where it was tough to uh, figure out how to bridge around and and do all the different stuff. You know, really providing a good uh, user experience is going to be key here. Um, but but also Arbitrum has what they call the Treasure DAO, um, which is a, a multifaceted project that, that does a lot of really really interesting stuff. I'm just kind of starting to dive into it, so I definitely do want to send them a shout out this week as I kind of get prepared to. Uh, you know, see what their community is up to and and what they're all about. Um, and, and so with respect to like DAO related business, that, that's kind of where my head is at. That That's kind of the big, you know, thing that I'm working on. I, I also have a story that I'm working on too, uh, but I, I won't say anything else about that quite yet. I'm, I'm going to, you know, be a little bit like Rihanna this week and, and say, you know, there, there's a story coming, but I'm not going to say what it is, where it's coming to, or, you know, any other alpha, because, you know, obviously you don't want to overshare just when, you know, something is uh, starting up. So so that's a great lesson for me to be learning. Uh, I will go ahead and pass off to Riona. How are the seven love stories? How was roving with Riona earlier? Thank you so much. So I'll start with uh, roving with Riona. I talked a little bit about it earlier and it just is um, um Twitter show, Twitter Spaces show that is every Tuesday at 3 p.m. Eastern. And basically, we I pick out um, a literary element that we want to highlight. And this, this week was metaphor. Last week was rhythm. And I don't really pick what the literary element will be until I'm inspired a, a few days before. And so... We talk about the literary element and then the guests to the show, they talk about how they utilize it in their writing. We read a little bit and we just really talk about writing and, and studying the craft of writing and celebrating that journey together. And so that's that's Roving with Rihanna, the craft of writing. And then the seven love stories is the... I'm I'm the author of the Seven Love Stories, and I've collaborated with four other illustrators: Steph Rappo, KGKH Art, Megan Morrow, and Grace Lavart. We've come together to create this literary NFT, and it's a dynamic literary NFT that um, celebrates 
art and the story that I wrote. And there's even some sound that is going to be part of the literary NFT. There will be 7,777 of them available for purchase. And there's all sorts of things happening behind the scenes to um, celebrate the utility of these uh, pieces of art. And so that's really all that's really all that is to be said. And it's they're going to be released early 2023. So we are working hard. I love it. I love it. Yeah, just love to see it. All right, CD, I guess uh, it is time for the Vagabond Magazine Weekly Rundown. Well, it's been a uh, it's been an interesting week. So we were having problems with our web hosting server site, um, partly because Vagabond, you know, I started it in 2008. So it's just a huge cumbersome database. And you know, it's hosted, it's a word, word, self-hosted WordPress site. Um, so I, I had, I was trying to figure out how to do that. And I decided, oh, you know what? I'm just going to get new hosting and I'll start, I'll buy a new domain, Vagabond Magazine domain, and we'll just move the Vagabond Magazine content over. Easy peasy, eggs and cheesy. But of course, if you've been in the world of technology or done any of this kind of stuff for any amount of time, you know that the simplest things never go quite as they should. So. Over the weekend, I, I didn't get much sleep trying to do that. I managed to use up all of the data on my uh, my internet connection, which shut <laughs> down. And then, uh, you know, but managed to get it done. So Vagabond is now, Vagabond Magazine is now at vagabondmagazine.com. That's the first thing. Mission accomplished, sort of. There's still a few bugs to work out. Riona and I showed up on LinkedIn yesterday, to uh, which we had moved from uh, our AMA and, and meet and greet basically for the editors. Uh, we'd moved it from Friday to Monday because mainly because of the server issues that I was having. And when we got there, oh, the technology just did not work. That's that's on my end and on LinkedIn's end. But anyway, we did not have that. We'll have it sometime in holiday. Twitter space. But what I would like to say is you have a new editor to come on Vagabond as well. Mata is Gutierrez. Um, just a really amazing, amazing. They're really an amazing writer and thinker about fashion and the space of Web three and digital. And so we've got some amazing stuff coming. And the next issue of Vagabond Magazine is going to have an article. Uh, covering some of that fashion stuff. Of course, we're going to be looking at love and you can imagine that we will have love stories and love in Web3 in there as well. But Vagabond Magazine is moving right along. Oh, plus Juicy Jama, who is um, the artist responsible for the NFT project Moonlings, which I don't know if you guys have seen it, but Moonlings is this amazing derivative project from Pixelvon. So Juicy Jama is des designing the cover, and we've got a artist spotlight with Juicy Jama next issue. So the cover is actually going to be um, not something that I've created, but it's something pretty amazing from an artist in the Web3 community. So that's it for Vagabond Magazine. Earlier today, we had the Web Writers Hour, which happened at 9 a.m. Hawaiian Standard Time every week on Tuesday. And it's 
again, another really great conversation. The way that that works is a little bit like this, in that we just open up the mics. We come, myself, Cryptoversal, and Edward H. Carpenter, we each bring a topic to talk about, and then we open it up and have a conversation about Web3 writing con um, topics with the community. And it ends up being a great show every week because we're all learning from each other and helping each other to learn and thinking about things in a way that that personally we may not be thinking about them. So when one improves, we all improve, which is a great thing. So that's it for what's going on with Vagabond Magazine, the Web3 Writers Hour, and me, little old CD Domitio here. Um, that's about it. What about with PageDAO, Dylan? Is there is there stuff coming up that we should know about? Oh, uh, well, I mean, I've, I've vaguely alluded to it a, a minute ago, I guess, but but basically the situation is that, that we've got some things that are on the way that aren't quite here. Um, we're very, very excited about questions, and, and really it seems like a an absolutely wonderful time to get involved with, with onboarding some folks because we, we do have some really cool stuff in the pipeline for you. Um, we're looking at the, the V2 of the mentor um, Robbie and I have that client that we're working for, uh, you know, basically building out like a readme type of thing for, and, and so, so we've got a number of different irons in the fire, um, but, but nothing is, you know, quite, uh, I, I don't know, sealed up yet, if that makes any sense, I, including even the, the, the push to, to take the page token to the Avmos blockchain, because, uh, what happens? Well, we, we take a few steps closer to, a given situation that we want to get involved with. And, and sometimes you learn something along that way uh, that, that pushes you a slightly different direction. And and so in the case of Evmos, um, there there was a, a DEX that, that looked really good, had backing from Evmos. You know, everybody was um, excited about it. It was it was building out. It looked nice. And and then a few months have gone by and, you know, activity has, uh, has diminished there, you know. And, and so there is less... Um, interest there's less energy um really to me what it looks like i've been a big cosmos buff um pretty much since i've been in the blockchain space but because the idea of having these composable blockchains that can talk to each other is just so so incredible and they're all so scalable uh which being an ethereum guy when i do some of the dev stuff that i do um you know i've gotten used to really high fees and and just you know crazy wait times and, and stuff like that and you you don't get that with cosmos uh, the performance is really, really strong there. So so I, I follow these guys quite a bit. And what I will say is that it looks to me like maybe in terms of DEXs for Cosmos, it's just going to be osmosis, kind of be in the game in town. And and we'll see because I believe DYDX is coming into the space and they should provide some uh, some competition there, to, to put it lightly. Um, but, you know, that, that being the case, we also are, uh, you know, kind of getting to know the Arbitrum community a bit and, and they seem really nice and, and it seems like a really incredible thing as well. So, so lots and lots of things up in the air, lots of possibilities. We, we don't know exactly what's coming next um, at us down the pike, uh, but I will say that it, it looks really, really good from here. I, I think some of the bouncing balls are about to be a little bit more stable and, and we're going to have a better idea of, you know, just exactly what to do, how to do it, when to do it, you know, and why uh, uh, shortly, you know, it all kind of uh, has to come at the same time and it all needs to be coordinated, you know, and so so it can be difficult to, you know, they, they say that starting a company is a lot like building an airplane while you're, 
you know, on the runway, you know, going through the takeoff. But at the same time with, with the Dow, I, I feel like maybe it works a little bit better because you've, you've just got a bigger team and a bigger community and people care more. And, and it's just so remarkable to, to see the resilience that, that has come from sort of our, our close relationship to, to the mission that, that we do this for, you know, and, and to the goals that we have um, being the founders in the space and, and pushing the things forward. And, and so really, I, I feel very, very, very good about what's coming next, folks. I, you could even go so far as to say that I love it. <laughs> Whooping! Um, I just, uh, you know, while you were talking there and feeling kind of inspired about where things are going, um, I've just kind of had a few, like, random chats with people about zines, too. Um, and, you know, got positive feedback, different ideas. Um, actually, I think it was, what was on last night's Easy's Corner? Um, me and Jose were talking, and he was talking about some of the people that he's onboarding uh, down in Venezuela. And there's people that he's, you know, connecting with, with different tribes, um, uh, indigenous tribes down there. And he does different ceremonies and stuff. And these people are starting to get more interested and kind of uh, you know, sharing the ancient knowledge uh, and and also in blockchain and somehow maybe, you know, uh, getting funds through some store or story, um, sharing some of these these uh, legends, myths, songs, chants, things like that. And so uh, incorporating some kind of like, you know, Web3 bridge to the Amazon zine uh, could be cool where where he maybe shares some of the stories of, of going out to these ceremonies, not all of it can be shared, um, but in certain cases, you know, uh, maybe certain imagery can be shared and then like maybe, uh, you know, one of these chants or anyway, so definitely like just still building on, on that idea too, around the communities um, and also just really excited for, for what this year is going to bring and, and kind of where we are positioned. Lovely. Okay, folks, um, we're, we're coming right up against the hour. Um, let, let's see. Is, is there anything that I've missed, uh, Rihanna, CD? Any, anything we need to hit on the way out? I don't think so. All right. Well, uh, folks, it has been a lovely week since the last time we recorded one of these things. I, I've taken some notes kind of live here. I'm going to try to get these to Finn by the time that the actual podcast um, goes live on Spotify so that we can have the notes right there for people to use um, to to get you know access to the links to the various different projects we talk about during the episode and and to just give people a little bit more context as they're listening because I know sometimes we can go kind of fast and whatnot um, but it has been a lovely week here at the Page Dow and uh, I, I know that uh, it, it's going to be great when we see you guys all next week so uh, I guess it is that time uh, peace. Love and whippy whippy. whippy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Until next week. Thanks for checking out another episode of the Ether. That was the Page Dow Show, episode 16. Hosted by Epic Dylan, Riona Morgan, and CD Demacio. Recorded on Tuesday, January 24th, 2023. For Terraspaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. And if you want to keep listening, head on over to terraspaces.org slash donate and show some support. Now, with Spark IBC enabled.
where we blow through the dust Volcanoes erupt No one ever guessed that the game would be tough Keep it hands off when the play is a bust Plain old and just so we keep it on the one Blast off on the two Help me see the three Third eye open wide Checking out the scene Laser beam focused Starscream jokers Living off the fat of the people they approach Tell me what happens when the land fights back With the cliffs at our backs Make the last stand matter No one ever planned for the famine on deck We was walking all erect with the dead man swagger Sitting in a little den Envision in the middle men Listen to the fatal man Play a little ditty then Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian Lost in the maze Trying to make the next Bubba-bubba-billion Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian Lost in the maze Trying to make the next Bubba-bubba-billion Little den envision in the middle men Listen to the fiddle man Play a little ditty then Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian Lost in the maze trying to make the next No one gave a shit till the drugs all dried up Everybody died from a bad batch of Lysol But it didn't matter we was all hyped up When the pedal at the metal he just didn't have the right skill Watched in the daytime till the night curfew Rats in a cage till they make time to murk you Got a little job that falls under my purview We gotta get this mob away from the birds you gotta find cover wipe off the bird poop right off the work while you try on the worst juice blinded by perps who try to reverse truth slide like fox news just trying to lie to you eating up the slop like a bunch of hungry vagrants i can't wait for the day they lock us up in stasis mock up a basement could call me resilient waiting for the internet to make me a billion Vision in the middle men, listen to the fiddle man, play a little ditty then, talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian, lost in the maze trying to make the next billion. Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian, lost in the maze trying to make the next billion. Ten spaces. <laughs>